Welcome to the City Confessions. I'm Marianne Yip, a native New Yorker, and I'm here to discuss all the thoughts that go to the minds of people living in New York City. Since I'm a native who was born and raised in a city that never sleeps, I come across people who are constantly in a rush. I would like to take a moment to sit down and talk about what's on their minds and what keeps them up at night. So sit back and let's dive into these confessions of people I know and people I just met. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to this week's episode of the City Confessions. We are joined by Stephanie Romelt. She is the director and founder of Her Studio New York, which is a creative agency connecting upcoming brands with emerging creatives to build conceptual imagery. So that in and itself is a story that I'm definitely excited to dive in. But before we do, hi, Stephanie. How are you? And welcome to my show. Hi, Marianne. I'm doing so good over here. I'm really excited to be on this podcast, not only because it's diving into New York City, something that's really been able to shape um, myself as a woman uh, and as well my career. Um, So thank you so much for having me, Marianne. Absolutely. And your company is called Her Studio New York. And I love that there's New York in it because over here, we love talking to people living in New York or just like building their brand, starting their life in New York. So why don't you introduce yourself to my listeners, tell us who you are, and of course, your relationship with New York City. Yeah, of course. So um, Her Studio um, New York is a creative agency that I uh, created about two years ago. It's been an ever-changing journey um, of uh, being able to grow with um, small businesses, focusing on growing with women-owned businesses. So we are a creative agency and essentially we help businesses plan photo shoots from start to finish. Ever since um, my um, education at FIT, that was able um, to kind of get me into the space of um, knowing, you know, uh, being able to grow and um, work with uh, brands from um, my experience of interning with uh, sustainable um, women-owned businesses, independent designers, um, as well as um, popping into that little corporate sector too, that also I will give it to, um, it it definitely did um, impact um, and learn from those types of things. So um, yeah. (laughs) Amazing. So when you were in FIT, did you study photography or what was your actual field of interest? Um, Yeah, so I studied advertising, marketing, communication. So I was actually not in the photography program. Um, I was in marketing, which I always love to do. And that was at my first instinct, what I thought my career path was going to go along. But, you know, as we know, it's um, marketing and this creative agency that I've um, conceptualized. All of that has been huge with um, the creative direction that I um, now do for my company. So... Um, I consider myself a creative director, producer, um, and all of that kind of marketing expertise has ha- guides me to this day every single project to be able to influence um, the brand campaigns. Um, and that really just connects the mission into how we translate the visual marketing. Mm-hmm. 
And you said you started this two years ago. So if I'm doing the math correctly, that was basically during the pandemic. Yes. Okay. Tell me about that. Exactly. So um, I actually, the year before, was working at a company. um, And just literally at the right timing, I decided, kind of right before the pandemic hit, I decided I wanted to already go off on, like, more of my freelance um, journey that I had started right after um, college. Um, I then took a year um, marketing, a, a marketing coordinator job. Um, at a lingerie company. Um, but then after that year, it was really clear to me, kind of like, you know, for me at least, like kind of sitting at a desk as, as a creative, it was really limiting to me. Um, and coming from a background of working with independent designers and um, working in a space where it was very female empowerment oriented um, as well as sustainable, um, it became so much more clear to me that I wanted my values to line up with what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out to Paulette Guzman, who is the designer that has definitely been huge influence on where my career path has gone. And that was, you know, one of many examples that I felt like I always kind of always compared it back to that. And I thought that was my chance to um, kind of step out and go towards my freelance mm-hmm. um, kind of part of my life um and then it kind of transitioned into more of me building my um small business so in 2020 then uh of course the pandemic hit and i had just moved into a different neighborhood in new york because that's another thing about new york you're always going to be moving mm-hmm. um, so that's definitely true for me uh throughout my experience in new york um but it all i feel like it always kind of like leads you in the right place you're supposed to be so while in greenpoint um in this cute little um apartment basement um i actually was able to start formulating that um my dream of being an entrepreneur was not um you know, so far ahead, I was kind of, I feel like always taught in school that, um, you know, you need to have like the experience first to be able to go out and do your own thing. But um, I think that it was like a reality check that I was able to just, um, you know, think about, be confident into what I know and what I already, what I've experienced and, and feeling like it was time that I can embark on, you know, saying that, wow, I'm a small business owner. Um, I'm a, I am a creative director. Um, and that like my voice, um, really matters. Um, in times that sometimes in a table that I feel like I wasn't heard. And so I think I was just really ready, ready to like make, I guess, be heard and like make my voice known and, um, stand by the things that I will, that was really important to me and I believe in. Um, and I think maybe that was the only way that I thought I could, like, I wanted to, um, I, I wanted to be able to start leading a network of creatives that were kind of in the same boat as I am. So a lot of multifaceted, um, creatives that I knew just, um, from being friends throughout the city, all this time of, um, connecting with people, let alone, you know, close friends in the pandemic, I just started basically, um, organizing these photo shoots, um, really trying to be able to 
build the portfolio, work with um, various photographers, various models. So ranging across, you know, all kinds of spectrums, um, even creatives that cross over um, different, you know, titles. So um, I saw like the potential in emerging creatives, maybe um, with people that didn't even get the, don't have the chance, um, you know, to get in these spaces where they feel like their work is really impactful. So at the end of the day, I wanted to be able to um, foster that and be able to come together as a community and uh, definitely collaborate um, in a way that it's like, I feel like that's really truly collaborating, not just um, the essence of the words is a, kind of like always like overly used, but I feel like true collaboration is being able to um, have everybody, you know, being in one room contributing to the idea. And I think that's always um, where the best result comes out to be. I love hearing that. I mean, there were a lot of things that stood out to me. I think one, you talked about timing and I think you could look at it in both ways. Like there is really never the right timing to kind of take the risk and to kind of embark on your entrepreneurial journey. But at the same time, I feel like your gut will tell you when to take that leap. So I love hearing yeah. that. And then also you were just so, um, I think, how do I say like clear on your vision, which is so admirable because you knew kind of exactly what type of brands you wanted to partner up with, what type of agency you wanted to create. And I think having that foundation sets you up for success. So that is so amazing. And also, do you live in Greenpoint right now? Um, right beside there, actually in uh, Long Island City. Okay, um, amazing. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm in Williamsburg and Greenpoint, like the coast, like I'm okay. by McCarran Park. But Love you're talking it. about moving and it's funny because uh, my lease is up soon, like the next oh month. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I feel you. <laughs> I'm going through that now. Um, mm-hmm. I think, I wonder how many times I've moved in the city. Um, partly because I was moving dorms whenever I wasn't. Um, yeah. So I don't know, it was probably coming up on like moving once every year, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> and this is what like New Yorkers bond on. It's like leasing terms, rent. All and it. still somehow we still just are like, yep, it's worth it. <laughs> I know we're crazy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's bring it back to your journey. I know you've started your company two years ago, but I'm sure you ran into a million challenges. What mm-hmm. has been the biggest one that you think about? And you're like, oh my God, that was insane. But obviously you got through it. Tell me about that challenge. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so I think that when, right when you said that, there's probably like a lot of different angles mm-hmm. we could go on. But I think that I will touch on this because it's probably um, one of the most relatable. Um, so I feel like in general with, you know, building my company, um, I'm essentially like a one um, woman ran business, um, aside from all of the creatives that we work with on the project. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that and that being said, of course, you know, you're, you are dealing with a lot of challenges in your personal life or, you know, you have to have that balance. Um, so I think with the challenges come with just being able to, like, maintain your mental health, being able to um, stay balanced and stay, stay productive when you're going through something else, whether it's it could be related to your career or maybe it's happening in your personal life family whatever so I think that was like the huge 
the biggest challenge to overcome is how, you know, like I'm a mid um, 20s, okay, 27, so maybe not mid anymore, but like we are, you know, um, being, we're trying to, um, you know, get through all these different challenges in our own life that you then um, have to also come through on, you know, your business because um, at the end of the day, it's, it's you. And if these things don't get done, you don't, you don't get paid. Things don't go through and you are, you need to be self-reliable, self-determined. So with any kind of challenge that I've gone through, let's say that, you know, um, any technical problem, um, you know, having to do with, uh, um, you know, photos or logistics, things like that. It's always something that I try to, um, I know that if I can get through all these things that I can solve this problem. So anytime that I kind of get into um, a challenge at work, then I know I um, reflect on myself and know that, you know, like basically if there's a will, there's a way and that I try as much as possible to, um, you know, make everything come together. And I think that um, as long as I can hold on to my foundation, that everything will be fine. And that knowing that you will figure it out and um, good things happen like to good people and those things will align, just like you were saying, even timing, super huge as well. I share a similar mindset to you and I feel like I'm the same way. Um, but you did mention mental health and like your well-being, mm-hmm. which is something that I definitely want to explore more on because I'm such an advocate for that, especially, you know, even pre-pandemic, during pandemic, like with therapy, I'm very open about my experience. And I know that being an entrepreneur, it can be very lonely sometimes because like you just mentioned, you are a one woman ran business. Um, mm-hmm. So there comes a point sometimes when all you have is yourself. Like when you were saying, you know, if you're running through problems or whatever the case is, it's like you have nobody to kind of blame but you <laughs> because it's like you, you, you're responsible for working like 10 hour shift or two hour shift. Like you, you know what yeah. I mean? Like you get the flexibility to create your own schedule. But with that being said, that comes with managing your mental health as well Mm -hmm. I guess what is your advice on balancing that especially since it's not really like a company it's like yourself Mm -hmm. and then I sometimes find like the bleeding in between being a freelancer podcast host entrepreneur whatever title you know Mm -hmm. I want to place on myself but then me as like Marianne as a human being as a person yeah so what are your thoughts on that yeah um, I feel like there's often um, maybe we're breaking down this stigma a little bit more that like we are supposed to separate our personal life and our mm-hmm. career. Um, and I totally like there's definitely like, um, you know, gray areas. But for me, I think, you know, part of what has um, set me apart and what has got me um, to this point is being able to like celebrate who I am and like put it um, not be afraid of. Um, I guess like not separating myself and my business too much. Like I am both of those things, a fusion of my company and uh, who I am. And I like to put that, you know, that emotion, the passion into that, into my business. Um, So, I mean, one thing you'll know about me, you know, like I'm going to put my whole heart into it. Um, But with that, you know, sometimes it's the cost of like your mental health and your 
Um, it's uh, even more like, um, I guess, a little bit of stress, but also good anxiety too. Mm -hmm. So um, all those so many challenges, um, we'll definitely get on to talk about the amazing things about it. But when, um, like I said, when you're kind of being able to, uh, when that is a, a, a focus for you to be able to um, celebrate yourself and fuse it together with your um, company, um, there's, you know, there's a lot of things that um, you'll, you might have to do or work on in yourself. So I think that it's all something that has helped me um, is definitely having a a strong support system, mm -hmm. um, you know, whether or not that is a therapist that you talk to, or if it's, you know, your sister, mine w could be my sister, um, even if it's, you know, your friend, or a family member, or even, you know, therapist in general, like, mm -hmm. whoever that is for you, I think that everybody needs somebody to lean on to talk to, um, to just like let it out and to be able to talk about those things. Because if you are, um, you know, working by yourself a lot of the time, then sometimes it's, you know, it's, you go crazy and you're like, I just want an opinion, even in the right. smallest things, you like just want things to bounce your ideas off of or talk about, or, you know, kind of think about, um, I guess you get a little bit of self-doubt. I guess that's also kind of a thing too. And so, so that's another advantage, like having a team. Um, so I think it's really just being able to um, still have an avenue and a, a channel to express yourself and to get feedback. Um, and yeah, I would say, so support, it would be the long story short mm -hmm. on that. <laughs> no, I agree. I think having support is really, really important. So let's shift gears because you did talk about on the flip side. So let's talk about the highlights so far. What moment stands out to you in your career mm. so far? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's like literally, and I, I say this with every single person, Um, but like every shoot I do, I'm like, oh my God, this was my favorite because I'm just like, the adrenaline is like mm -hmm. after it. And it's also like validation of like, all these things that might, you know, come in the way or those challenges, it always ends up to be worth it. Um, and so I would say like the things that stick out to me always come back to that, like feeling of after you kind of finish a photo shoot and you are like, oh my God, wow, that's so amazing. And, you know, everyone else feel, feels it too. Being able to cultivate that community in our space um, is really important. Um, and is that one thing I, I can't, say that I like think about this one time where I'm like oh my god mm -hmm. um, oh I worked with this one brand it's like it's not about you know just like those huge um kind of like milestones it's it's about like working with each uh, each brand and making it special for themselves because they are so unique in every single way mm -hmm. there's like you know not one one time that the the people in the team didn't like um, not only like surprised me, but like made me feel like, and I, I definitely hope this is true for everybody else, but made, you know, you feel loved and happy while you're doing, um, doing your work. So that's the only thing I could ever ask for is, is feeling like I love what I do and making mm -hmm. work essentially feel not like work. Right. Definitely. That's definitely <laughs> the, the life goal. The <laughs> so I want to ask if you are happy right now. 
Um, yeah, I feel really happy right now. Um, even just like, for example, things, opportunities like this that come around, um, you know, this even makes me happy. And like, I think it's all about the little things like each, each step in your um, career and your journey, I think is accumulation kind of, of how you will be um, kind of as you're, if somebody asks you if you're happy, then um, you kind of look back on all these little things and you're like, whoa, I'm like so grateful. Like, mm -hmm. um, yeah, but it's cool. And um, even when, let's say, for example, if you, you know, if you are feeling like, you know, you're not happy in a moment, that's another thing that you, it's so important to do to like, look back and be like, wow, I have all these things that I'm blessed with. Um, so I think like, you know, living in New York can be really hard sometimes. And, you know, whether you're in New York or another city, like being, um, you know, starting your career or, you know, whether you're an entrepreneur or you are, um, you just got that um, promotion, like all those, all those things are to be celebrated, no matter what your path is, um, which is all different for everyone. Hearing you speak, I feel like you have a really positive mindset and a good head mm -hmm. on your shoulders. Where do you think your groundedness comes from? Um, let's see here. I would say, <laughs> um, see, this is what I'm saying. But anyway, um, I think it's just like, I guess, internally myself and a, a combination of just different influential people in my life. Um, my mom, my sister, um, my boyfriend, who has been a huge supporter as well. Um, my friends throughout this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, so I could just not like be more thankful for them. Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, they've, they've seen like, um, different life stages for me um seen evolution the same for them and I always want to be able to be the same support um give the same support as them um and so it's just like I want to be strong for um other people as well um and yeah, so I just have to give it to a lot of the women in my life mm -hmm. um and again like that is um you know, I do it for a lot of women who are unrepresented as well in the media. Um, and yeah, so, and it's also like, I'm inspired by all these people. And I think that their, their passions, all their um, accomplishments come kind of like impact me a lot. And, you know, I, I try to take it in as much as possible and be able um, to use some of the privileges that I have to be able to also put them forward. Um, and I think it's just like the beauty of women and being able to see like how strong they are. I admire your transparency and your emotions. And again, I don't know you that well, but you, <laughs> I just feel very moved by how in touch you are with your emotions and your ability to communicate them and I always believe like people come into your life for a reason even if it's like 
an account or like a podcast interview but there is this like synergy with our energy and I always respect and admire women as well who are very self-aware and are very strong-minded and I just want to take a moment now to just send you you know my Uh light and say that I I see you and I recognize like what you're doing and I think it's such a beautiful thing so I'm so honored that you're here and able to tell your story and you too (laughs) and my podcast is called the city confessions so I would love for you um to share a confession if you can and just to preface this in every single episode, it's however you receive it and whatever calls to you in terms of sharing. This mm-hmm. can be surface level, deep, personal, professional, whatever. There are no rules. But mm-hmm. Stephanie, if you can share a city confession, what would that be? Oh, man. Um, confession wise, um, I think that I'd like, I guess I'd just go in the lane of like, um, what is most relevant to, to me and what, um, instead of like a confession, I think it would be kind of more like opening, um, the light on something that is really real. And I think that's manifestation. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like it's a buzzword we always talk about. Um, but it's something that I, I guess I would like to also, you know, end this on and to like, go back to that. And it's really about like, believing things like seeing it happen and you can get there if um if you see it you write it out you however you want to do it like Mm -hmm. you you will get to that point even if there are you know trials and things like that um you know whatever somebody tells you um you know that tells you you can't do something or whatever like you know in your heart like what what is the right thing to do? Mm-hmm. What is for you? If you don't know, like, you know, your, your path, your, um, clearly yet, you're definitely going to find it. You don't have to like worry and just more kind of try to lean into, um, you know, what makes you happy in that moment, because those things are going to reveal mm-hmm. so much to you. Um, and so just say like, keep believing, like when, even in like times of, you know, feel like it can be the worst thing ever, like, you will definitely get through it. And you will see the end of uh, the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just think that like, it's important for everybody to know, like, you can do anything your mind, um, you set your mind to, Um, especially, you know, like, there's obviously a saying, if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. Yes. Um, (laughs) I think that really puts people to the test. sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, that maybe is true. But on another thing, it's like, if you can make it like, what's your definition of make it and then I think it's all literally up to you. So like, um, all these expectations that people see of you, Um, especially in like a high pressure city like this, or like maybe a lot of competition, or let's say like, you know, what's the secret to a success, which is kind of like where I see like, you know, what a city confession. And I think it's, you know, there's no, there's no secret to it. Like you have those answers inside you and, and you'll be able to uncover them. It just takes time. Mm-hmm. No, I'm such a huge believer in manifestation. <laughs> and also I was reading a lot about like the law of assumption, which actually apparently trumps the law of attraction. 
which is basically just like assuming that you have whatever you ha have already or that you want. So instead of being like, I'm attracting this, you already are living in the being and mindset that everything already exists. So like for me, for example, like I'm obviously stressing out about my apartment, but I'm like, I close my eyes and just like what you were saying, like visualization, it's like, I already found my place. You know what I mean? So like, I'm good. And like, is it happening right this second? No, but do I have doubts that it will happen? No, like I know it will. So I think it is important for listeners to like walk away with just like the power of visualization. And like, it honestly starts with the mind. It's like what you said, if you can dream it, see it or whatever, envision it, you're literally like programming yourself in this crazy universe, right? Of like being on the path to achieving it. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, if you can't dream it, then it's just not possible. But the fact that you can dream it, and I sound so cheesy right now, but it's, it's so like, yeah. yeah, no. So I, I'm on the same wavelength as you. <laughs> I know. And I, I can see that as well. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's really insane. It's like, you know, you find yourself in one moment, one moment, and then the other and you're like, okay, that did like a line like maybe, you know, life was supposed to teach me something and mm -hmm. then, um, or to, you know, to never give up. Mm -hmm. um, and to really just prioritize the things that matter, which are your health, um, your safety, and, you know, making memories and being happy, trying to be as like lighthearted as possible. And um, like when my dad calls, he's always just like, okay, just don't stress about anything. And so I like always remember that. I'm like, okay, don't mm -hmm. try not to stress about anything mm -hmm. because things will work. Things, good things happen to good people. And it's just true. <laughs> I love it. So I end every episode with like a fire round of New York City questions. I'll ask five questions and you answer it with the first thing that comes to your mind. It's oh, really simple. One word. Yeah. Oh. So favorite thing about New York? Uh, the food. Worst thing about New York? Uh, the prices. <laughs> yes, I love that. Describe New York City in one word. Eclectic. Um, what's your go-to spot? Um, oh man, uh, it's probably gonna go come down to food. So I'm gonna say, actually no, uh, public parks. I really love uh, like Gantry Park, Domino Park. So anything outdoors, as much nature I can get in the city. Love it. Domino is not too far from me. I also like Transmitter Park in Greenpoint. So, yeah, it's really nice. Um. <laughs> and if you can thank New York City for one thing, what would it be? Um, the lessons, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, even though sometimes, you know, I don't want to, I'm like, I'm gritting my teeth when I say that. Like, I could do without a few. But the lessons, the people, um, that goes together, of course. So the amazing people that I've met along the way and also the um, people I'll, you know, meet in the future as well. Mm -hmm. And what are you currently working on that you can share? Are there any secret projects? This is your chance to kind of plug away. Yeah. Um, so I've recently been working on um, some editorials, some brand campaigns, of course, model portfolio shoots, which are like three of our uh, main services and the photo shoots that we usually gear towards. Um, but I think one that I'm really excited about 
um, is going to be on September 1st. Um, we have a group of creatives that we're highlighting um, and they're going to be able to kind of um, share like what um, what their mission is and how we can stand together. So that's just a, a little brief um, moment on that, but we will definitely be releasing once it's all submitted, um, which is a little different than a typical um, photo shoot because we'll be posting like a lot of uh, behind the scenes and stuff, but um, we'll probably lay a little low on that until it's submitted. And then we'll be really excited to share, um, you know, where it's going to be by the end of it. But um, yeah, just a, a few uh, group editorials that have we put in a lot of work um, to make it happen. Very exciting. And this episode is actually going to go live after September 1st. So I'm sure by then, maybe oh, yeah. you'll have things up. But regardless, yeah. if you're watching this, or listening to this, make sure you expand on the show notes because I will have all of Stephanie's updated information regarding her studio in New York. And my last question for you before we fully wrap this up is mm -hmm. what is your superpower? Um, I think it is, um, I would say uh, supporting women. Um, be, you know, I don't know if a superpower is being inspired by women, but like trying to um, aspire and uh, be inspired by women um, in short. Such a good full circle moment to take <laughs> us back to like, you know, sharing your story. And I'm sure everybody can tell that you are so, so, so passionate about what you do. And it definitely shows. So again, I admire you for that. Um, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to come speak with me and my audience. I'm sure everybody receives something beneficial from this mm -hmm. episode. And if you're watching or listening, make sure you share this with a friend, rate this, and make sure you follow Stephanie and follow everything that she's doing in the show notes with the description below. And with that being said, I'll see you all next week. All right. Bye. Bye.